Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. We got an update. Elon Musk has responded to these suspensions. Mike Solana says, so far, I've been able to confirm about half the accounts suspended posted links to the jet tracker thing in violation of the new doxing policy. Unclear just yet about the rest, but I think it's safe to say the rule is for real. Elon says, same doxing rules apply to journalists as to everyone else. They posted my exact real-time location, basically assassination coordinates in obvious direct violation of Twitter terms of service. I agree with Elon. Good job. I'm, I'm sick of the doxing. It is weaponization. And the left agreed with this until he took over. They said it was stochastic terrorism. It was right wingers saying, here's the address. I hope no one hurts them. They wouldn't shut it down. Elon's shutting it down. Good. Good fucking riddance to these people who thought they were above the rules. End of story. I don't care. These journalists have always thought they were above everyone else. Let me tell you a story because this, this one gets me fired up. I'm in Ferguson. Rioting. Bricks, fire, all that stuff. Eventually, things start calming down. The police are sweeping the West Florissant Avenue, and they're saying, disperse. You must disperse. Guess what? The local residents and activists and protesters and rioters dispersed. <laughs> but there was still a large gaggle of about 30 reporters with cameras walking backwards very slowly, taking pictures of the, of the police MRAP or whatever. And the police, so I see this and I go, guys, to so my camera crew over here, we cross the street. I say, film that huh. 30 journalists and no fucking protesters. Right. And the police go, media, we are talking to you. You <laughs> must disperse. These motherfuckers <laughs> were blocking a major road yeah. and they don't give a shit. Of course. They, because they want to get that perfect picture of the police vehicle so they can frame their bullshit story and then claim the police cleared protesters when there were none. I'm with you that I'm glad there's like sort of a authoritarian crackdown on some of this dissent. It's not authoritarian. Well, Elon banning people is a form of it. And no, 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 I agree no, no. Come with, on. The thing is, we need it. It's the, not the authoritarian to be like, don't post people's addresses. And then they do. And they says, OK, well, what he did was he banned someone and then he created a term of service after the fact to justify the banning. I mean, that's dirty. Technically, he didn't. You weren't allowed to post people's locations. He tolerated it until someone tried to kill his family. And he said, guys, right. you can't post someone's location. Well, my point is, I'm glad it's happening, whatever you want to call it. But I do think that there's a could be a tendency for the pendulum to come swinging back really hard on this. And that my, I'm concerned with is like overly aggressive authoritarianism purity kind of thing. Well, you know, it, what you seem to be fearing is capricious enforcement of rules, you know, this arbitrary kind of uh, uh, dictatorial enforcement. So then I think we have to look at what he is doing and say, okay, is what he's doing just or is it unjust? And in this case, you know, they tried to kill his family and it's bad for everybody. And it's obvious. I think it's quite just to get rid of the, the doxers. Uh, but, you know, can I say something controversial? I don't know. No, I'm not. A, you not on you this actually show. like kicking babies. I, yeah, I, turned yeah, out. I wasn't going to admit it on the real show. <laughs> I, I don't think the word authoritarian means anything. I think it's right. a, I don't think it means any we can't you know, because we're all here saying this is authority. No, this is authoritarian. No, this is. And I just think, yeah, the the youth authority always exists. 
and power is always exercised in political communities. So what does it even mean? So I'll clarify what I think of authoritarianism. Authoritarianism is the arbitrary wielding of authority. Okay. So if Elon Musk said, you know what? I plumb just don't like you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Ban. I'd say that's authoritarianism. <laughs> if Elon says, I told you guys do not post my location, mm-hmm. you are now banned. Mm-hmm. That's an exercise of authority. You you know, in think about a a, a what, what what is what is a good free loving society? The opposite of say communist uh, 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 Uruguay maybe right. It's very <laughs> chill. You know, the, the pre- it's a great place to start. President a Mujica was a little little guy. He wasn't super wealthy or whatever. In the freest country, if you shit on the floor, you will be arrested. Yeah. Well, not in the United States apparently. Not in San Francisco. <laughs> not in San Francisco. You ever been but there? if 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 they're like. If you go into a nursery and punch a baby, it is not authoritarian that they arrest you. Of course. It is just the exercise of authority. If you're walking outside a nursery and you wave and say, what cute babies? And a cop goes, eh, fuck you, and punches you (laughs) and then arrests you. And then the machine says, we don't care about your rights. That's authoritarian. And we do have that problem here in the U.S. Elon saying, you doxed me, motherfucker. You're banned. Yeah. An exercise of authority. Okay, good. So it's 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 definitely not the extreme. Elon's not a very extreme guy, from what I can tell. But I am concerned about the extreme. We talked about it on the show earlier about I don't know if we call them purity laws, but you were saying like morality laws. I don't know. How they, well, I think all laws exactly. are morality laws. So like I'm concerned that because things have gotten so derogatory, that someone like Kanye actually said to Gavin McInnes on his show a few weeks ago, "We need to implement the Bible in the Constitution. We need to bring the Bible to the Constitution." And yes. I'm like that's what the Nazis were trying to do. They were trying no. to no, implement the, no, moral the, authority on the government. No, but the, the Nazis were enemies of the church and persecuted the church. So whatever the Nazis did, they weren't trying to but enshrine the Bible. The Catholic Church was like an enemy. Of of Christianity, it tried to, it, it like eradicated all the other Christians and then tried to like have the only one. Let me, let me, let me read this. But before, just to, uh, just to answer that, um, the uh, Catholic Church, you know, the one holy and Catholic and apostolic church, um, the uh, organization, the divinely instituted church that uh, compiled the Bible, the scripture that we're talking about, uh, did not try to eradicate the Christians, the Catholic Church instituted by our Lord and Savior, uh, who gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven to St. Peter and gave him the power to loose and to bind. Uh, the church has exercised her authority throughout the, the millennia to, uh, to represent uh, Christ on earth through uh, our Lord's vicar and the episcopacy and the sacred tradition and the magisterium, Ian. Now, now, about now that's a, hold on, that's a great point. But I just need to point out. Yeah, thank God that the Cathars were were destroyed. They would have they would have ruined civilization. But this, see, this so, is all like okay. We're told this. They all, they we're, we're, uh, hold on. The Cathars like, bro, almost bro, destroyed Ian. Christendom. This is deviating a bit too much. Oh yeah, this is where I want to go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I went there right away. So I just need to point out. Throughout the show, I have been sipping on a double shot of espresso with heavy cream. My God, it is so delicious. It is just pure ecstasy. James Lindsay made an excellent point on this. He says. So I tweeted just now, fuck around and find out achieved. Don't fuck with people's families. He said leftists seem perfectly incapable of distinguishing between harassment and abuse and free speech, except Taylor Lorenz, who proved she knows what she's doing is wrong because she deleted Dude, her tweets. What about her yeah, messages? Right. I mean, what all her messages are in Elon's hands now. That's the DMs. That's right. Can't get rid of those. I, I mean, everything that. she deleted is still on Twitter's servers. You know, she maybe just wants yeah. to hide him from the crowd. She must know that she said crazy stuff. Or maybe she thinks she'll get banned for something that she doesn't remember exactly when she typed it. Yeah. 
<sighs> okay, let's. Uh, you guys down to talk about purity laws and the danger of purity laws? What do you? <laughs> well, what do you well I mean, to to you know, I, I do think we should, we can segue into. You mentioned, you know, Ye said we should put more Bible in the Constitution. Yeah. I'm not a. Uh, uh, I, I'll say it again. It's really weird. People, my detractors, on the right will be like Tim's an atheist, and it's the weirdest thing because I've never said that. Yeah, and I've yeah, had right. deep arguments with people about the existence of God. I'm just not like overly theistic in terms of Christianity or anything like that. But uh, I, I think the country needs religion. Of course. And by the way, I mean, you know, of, of all the things that Kanye's ever said that one could take issue with, saying that our public life ought to be uh, informed by the Bible is like the most basic, obviously true thing he's ever said. I, and and I, I go back to someone like John Jay, who, who wrote, uh, and this is a founding father, saying, you know, thank goodness that uh, our country is a country of Christians, uh, established by Christians, for Christians, uh, uh, on the basis of Christianity, right? And, and you, you see this expressed even by the more liberal founding fathers and framers, people like Thomas Jefferson, who, who uh, <coughs> phrase this differently and in language that's a little more liberal or a little more Lockean, but it's, it's the same thing. I mean, the idea of natural rights come from the natural law and the idea of the natural law exists objectively, but it was also articulated by the church. So you, to, um, the, the uh, traditional political order of the United States is national rather than imperial and is Christian rather than liberal. So I know it's a naughty phrase, but it's, a, it's Christian nationalism. The, the, the one thing I always bring up is, uh, and, and this is a good example. First, I will stress, I do not think that taking like every law, say like Leviticus, and then saying like, that is now the constant, that, no. Um, I do think it's important to point out, my favorite thing to harp on is that Blackstone's formulation, which eventually becomes Benjamin Franklin's yeah. Statement. So Blackstone says it is better that 10 guilty persons escape than one innocent suffers. Benjamin Franklin says it's better that 100 guilty persons escape than one innocent person suffer, which is the basis for, I think, the Fifth and Sixth Amendments, that our system of governance must provide for you a speedy trial, a juror of your peers, the right to confront your accusers, the right not to testify against yourself. All of these are informed by the idea of protecting the innocent over punishing the guilty as, as, as more important, which is quite literally traced back to Blackstone being a Christian and knowing the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. So I'm, I, I'm doing research years ago on the Bill of Rights, what motivated the founding fathers. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. 
America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. I, growing up as this like urban liberal guy, believed in the Constitution and I said, this is a free country, man. Fuck you. I got free speech. I can say what I want. Where did those rights come from? I, I've, I've heard these arguments where, you know, or these debates where people would say, you know, our rights are not granted by the government. They're created by God and things like that. And so when I get older, I start thinking about it. And I'm like, why did the founding fathers decide these principles were the good ones? And then they failed to properly articulate the Second Amendment. Hmm. Maybe they didn't realize they needed to better articulate it. So I started looking into the basis for this ideology and the Fifth Amendment was the most enlightening to me when it said when I read about the founding fathers writings, how they talk about Blackstone's formulation, how they agree with this idea. And it was logical. If a society is comprised of people who fear that no matter what they do, they can be inappropriately imprisoned, then they have no incentive to be good stewards towards the community. If an individual feels whether I do something right or wrong, the government is going to fuck me over anyway. Yeah then fuck the system. What's why the point? Why follow the law? Right? Why follow the law? Right. Why should I, why should I, you know, and, and this actually ends up happening with the Civil War. The South says the Fugitive Slave Act is not being upheld by the government. Why should we be subject to your other laws if you won't uphold these laws? And we're getting dangerously close to that now. The logic was there must be an opportunity for individuals to be proven innocent and protected so that the innocent who are wrongly accused have a reason to defend the system. Hey, don't fuck this shit up. It's better than the king. This was basically going back to the story where I believe it was God talking to Abraham, Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah. Prager corrected me on this one. Abraham saying, if there's but one righteous person, I will not destroy the city. They got the people out of the city. Then God blows the fuck up. So like <laughs> a, a pretty good paraphrase. <laughs> pretty close. you know. But it was only after they knew there were no innocent people to be harmed. Did God decide to pass judgment? Which brings us to our modern interpretation of protecting individual rights that we all agree with. Why I got concerned when Kanye said that uh, he wanted to instill Bible, Christian Bible on U.S. government is because I feel like God channels information depending on the moment relative to the moment, and it will channel different things in different situations. Well, that, this is a very good insight, Ian, because some, some people say, and you alluded to this, Tim, that, uh, well, you know, we don't want some Le Leviticus uh, dietary law to, to become a federal statute. But there, there are three types of laws that we find in the Old Testament. Uh, you find the uh, laws pertaining to the uh, political nature of the, the tribe of Israel. You find laws pertain, which and these these sort of rich and ritualistic laws, and these these laws uh, disappear with the destruction of the temple. Uh, but you also find this third category, which are moral laws, and and those laws are eternal. Thou shalt not commit murder, honor thy father and mother. Uh, and you see this articulated again by Christ in the Gospels, when, and when he says that uh, love the Lord your God above all things and love your neighbor as yourself, uh, and he's distilling the spirit of the law. Uh, so th those laws remain true eternally, whereas 
you are quite right to say certain laws are for specific people at oh, specific yeah. times. Matt not Bender got banned. Snap. Who did? Matt, Matt Bender. Bender got banned. <laughs> like, oh, <wow. laughs> like, um, the. Oh, look, man, I disagree with Matt, but I don't know what he could have posted to. To I don't think he posted the jet. To be honest, I'm gonna, not, is it not just all about the jet? Is, is, not, or is it not just all these libs are kind of jumping on the bandwagon? I, I want to see I, what they tweeted. I want to see no, what no. was the reason. It's not just that. I'm willing to bet that they've got a history of tweets they got away with. Hmm. He went through their accounts and said, fuck that, you're gone. Bender and was now they're loud the last couple of days, too. Very right. angry and vocal, it looked hmm. like. No, I don't know if he's angry. I think I, off sounding I, that way. I think Elon's mad that they're posting bullshit. Hmm. They, 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 they said something that uh, Elon Musk is banning links just like they did with the Hunter Biden laptop. It's the same thing. And that's bullshit. It's not yeah. the same thing. There's an argument to be made. I think Elon's gone full on philosopher king. He's just like, you are, are fucking our shit up. I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of banning the people doxing him. But as I've stated time and time again, I am not okay with just li living under the whims of a billionaire. I recognize yeah. it's a private company. They can do what they want. I will continue to argue for principles-based rulemaking. Well, here we well go. he said specifically, uh, criticizing me all day long is totally fine, but doxing me, re my real-time location, and endangering my family is not. That's the statement he made uh, just moments ago, according to Fox News. He's speaking for a lot of people because it's not cool. Yeah, but uh, CNN's claiming that Donnie O'Sullivan did not post anything related to his location. Aaron Rupar, I don't trust the motherfucker. He's denying it, saying he didn't post anything about the Jets. That guy I don't trust. I don't trust him for a while. But Donnie O'Sullivan, I, hmm. I, I could imagine maybe, I mean, he's a CNN guy, so it's a little cringe, but he's not that bad. <laughs> Donnie O'Sullivan's very vanilla. Yeah. I could imagine he posted something without thought, like, you know. I would say I want to see what got him banned, but that's really not my business. It's up, but I hope that they're able to see what got them banned. They right. should have full transparency. At, on at this. the very least, because I agree there are some concerns. Seven yep. day suspension. Sorry. He said Good. seven day oh, suspension okay. for doxing. Big difference. Good. But, because, I, you know, the one thing I will say on all of this, even if we think that maybe Elon could go too far, hypothetically, I do like the libs getting a taste of their <laughs> Oh, well, that reminds me. Sadism. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Do you think that sadism has a place? In the future of, you know, humanity. Well, it, it has a place in the entirety of humanity after the fall. But, you know, sadism comes from the Marquis de Sade. I, and actually, I was just discussing the Marquis de Sade with our pal Andrew Clavin the other night. I guess it was last night over Cigars and Drinks. Because the Marquis de Sade, is, he, he was a philosopher who wrote pornography. And his, his, you can only understand his philosophy, really, through the medium of pornography. Because it's so obscene and so wicked. But I always, I always sort of think of the Marquis de Sade as the only honest atheist. The Marquis de Sade is the man who asks, why is your pain any more important than my pleasure? And so, uh, in a world that strips away the moral order, or denies the moral order the logical conclusion of that is going to be sadism. Do you think that if we start instituting like biblical righteousness on modern society that I, I agree with you that there are some like innate law, natural law. And then there's like real, there's like actual law, like, or whatever you want to call it. Um, where like, don't eat pork because back in the day, pork had trichinosis. They'd get sick. They would die. So like, don't eat it. It's, but now that we have cleanliness, you can, you can like make sure it's clean. It's not disease ridden and you can eat it. Sorry, I, I had to keep on interrupting you guys. But in. Aaron Rupar has now admitted he did link to the Jets. So he lied. He didn't. No, yeah, no, no. He said it, it just occurred to me that yesterday I did link to the Facebook Elon Jet account. Mm. Perhaps that did it. I think seven days is righteous. You do seven days, they come back. If they do it again, they get a thirty-day ban. If they do it again, they're permanent. Yeah, I, that actually is making me think that Elon is a merciful philosopher king, more right. merciful than I would be. Some guy tries to dox me and my family. He's get. I, I, I would be inclined to give him worse than a Twitter ban. 
Yeah, toxic. a permanent Twitter. Weird. So okay. But to your, to your point, yeah, you know, because there is a distinction between those kinds of laws, I don't think anyone is pushing for a pork ban. I like prosciutto very much. But but in, when you say, should we bring back biblical morality into our law, it, our whole law is derived from that already. All law derives from moral Except uh, there's one. I, I keep trying to wrap my head around is do not worship false idols. It's the second commandment from God to Moses. And yeah. Jesus was was down with that. He was like, "Don't worship false idols." That's the one yep. of the main commandments. And then, as soon as he died, they they start worshiping like him like a false idol. You, no, you know? no. Well, God, he also Christ says, "I am God." Right? I, Christ I, says, "Before Abraham was, I am." I don't know. I want to. He who sees me sees. But I know God, you're not supposed I wanna, to worship uh, someone uh, a human. But he's. Yeah, I, I, just need, I just need to point something out real quick too. I think like. You know, sorry to interrupt, you know, because I, I don't I don't know where you guys were at. But I just, philosophy. Baby. Something hit me in the head. I'm thinking about the debate you guys were having on the show. Yeah. And Luke's it seems like one element of Luke's problem is the Satanists and the Moloch worshipers. And then we're talking about like religion and government. And I'm just thinking, like, I think most of the people Luke is complaining about, whether it's uh, tangential or direct, are like demonic motherfuckers of course spirit cookers well, they're and satanists. baby killers they're yeah. satanists right. that have hijacked government for their own personal benefit right what would you think about if i don't know if they're Christian, satanic pedophiles right what yeah. if chris what if christians who uh imprisoned pedophiles got control of government i i think if we truly lived in an anarchist society there'd be a lot less pedophiles because there would be a lot of other people saying you're fucking hurting children. We're going to deal with you on a local level. And we wouldn't have any of this fucking uh, bullshit that's happening in our society right now, like the minor attracted children, like minor the persons. Yeah, persons, like all this other bullshit that's happening right now. Don't, don't we already have local local laws and local enforcement against pedos too? But, but like people can't do anything about it. And in many times and in many instances, especially right now in California, they're passing laws that are essentially allowing a lot of pedophilic behavior. Right, they're, so they're essentially you, just easing the line. Don't you think in the anarchist society that, that occurs in California that those people would continue to promote pedophilia? No, I, I, I think you have very little faith in, in humanity and people. That, no, I'm just kind observing of the human behavior that you're describing. No, I think a lot of this has been brought on because of the censorship that has been orchestrated and correlated by the government, not allowing these larger bad ideas to be pushed back against. I think the FBI interfering and pushing and promoting a lot of this nonsense, especially when it comes to like gender queer, especially when it comes to a lot of these drag queen stuff, especially when it comes to this larger ideology. This ideology hasn't been put in check because any criticism of it is automatically banned. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. And therefore, a lot of these people feel like it's okay. It's not okay. But, it, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, look, I, I'm all for uh, booting Maya Kababi out of the schools and all this other nonsense, but it isn't, the criticism of transgenderism and transing the kids is not banned. Daily Wire's biggest piece of content we have ever put out is a movie making fun of all of this, right? That's all we, all any conservative ever What happens if you misgender about? someone on, on, on YouTube? What happens if I you do say, it, I what, do it what every day in my trans, shows. What happens if you say trans on YouTube? Uh, well, I, I do these things every day, and I, I have a thriving show. Most sometimes they do suppress you say my trans. Episodes. 
Yeah, I, we say I, trans all the time. I you say trans all the time. Tranny. I, you can't Excuse say tranny. Me, tranny. Do you say That's, tranny? Yeah. Yeah, I've said tranny. And I, I have also, I exclusively refer to Richard Levine, you know, the guy who pretends to be a woman. I exclusively use male pronouns for men. I mean, you, I, so I, 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 I hate to defend the libs who, uh, you know, uh, are, are trying to censor us, but we transgress these things all the time. And we, at least we don't face a ton of consequences for it. I, I would I would disagree. I would say that there's been a lot of pushback, maybe not against the major channels, because like Daily Wire has a lot of connections with Facebook. You guys get it's a, it, it's a but, big but, player. But let's yeah. be fair. You guys get away with a lot more than the average person does. Let because me, yeah. when we look at censorship, yeah. a lot of people have been censored for the smallest ideas of, of saying tranny or on, totally. the, on, the, on the smallest level. Okay, okay. I'm just saying but, there's but, no but, censorship. And in other countries, people go to jail for, for misgendering people. You would enforce your morals on other people. That's just not a. That's not a question. It's a fact. Yeah. Uh, it depends if it affects me, my family, my community. That I think right. a lot of it is based on consent. Like, 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 like contracts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a there was an image that I don't have pulled up here of a drag performance for kids where the guy was wearing fake tits with nipples yeah. showing actual fake tits. Like this, this. This is the hard question of law. Is there a law explicitly stating that an adult man? cannot do a drag performance for a child? The answer is literally no. However, the judges will interpret a sexual performance for children is exploitation of a minor. Or public indecency. Or public, or exactly. So the, 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 the issue I come to in questions of ultimate liberty is, yeah, if, if, if I was going to, like, I, we need the government to enforce contracts. We need the government to enforce social contract issues. I am not a big fan of large government. I think, you know, smaller for the most part. But there needs to be an arbiter of when we say, hey, those adult men dropping it low and twerking for two-year-olds and having little girls put money in their bikinis and thongs, we shouldn't allow that. And that means someone has to go in and actually say, guys, you can't do this anymore. But, you know, even to use that word you just mentioned and that I can't believe we actually haven't talked about yet is liberty. I mean, what's really at issue is a disagreement over the nature of liberty because the modern conception of liberty put forward by the libertarians and the liberals is that liberty is being able to do whatever you want. When liberty, it would seem to me, and I'm, I'm quoting Lord Acton here, actually, whom libertarians still seem to like, is that liberty is not the right, is, is, is not the ability to do whatever you wish to do, but the right to do what you ought to do. And so this is where actually bringing in your questions on religion, Ian, the, you, you see that it's not really a debate between slavery and liberty. The man who sins is a slave to sin. The man who, if you become addicted to heroin, you are a slave. You are not really free. Even if you can go out and there's no law against buying heroin, you really are a slave. And so the question is, who will we be obedient to? Will we be obedient to vice and evil and, and addiction? Or will we be obedient to God and the, the true moral order? Who controls the food usually? That's who we're obedient to. <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> Hopefully not, but... Well, yeah. And then when I see they say you can't have raw milk, like, fuck you. I can have whatever I want in life. But no, you're right. I can't have whatever I want. You're not. You can't have whatever you want. <clears throat> so liberty is the right resource that to, what I can possibly use to as a journalist to be able to find people from different marginalized communities that I want to reach out to for different stories and things like that. Um, uh, speaking of things in the media, uh, Brian Stelter, what do you think about banning journalists? Uh, you know, Katie, I was at a holiday party tonight. This is not the most sober CNN, Brian. Fucking love Brian. <laughs> um, so, but don't you, you know, think, don't you think by day? This is like a New Year's Eve Don Lemon, Brian. 
You know, I think. Wait, are you going to get your nipples Ryan pierced? Matt. Come on, Ryan. Somebody's <laughs> got to get something pierced if this is really a holiday. All right, all right. This is a Twitter space with um, all of these lib journalists wow. and uh, the Krasensteins. You know, we, we they're back. Right, they're back. I, I like the Krasensteins, to be honest. I get a kick out of them. I like them all. Yeah. I, 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 I think they engage. Uh, I don't know about back in the day just being Trump reply guys, but I'm looking at their stuff now, and the the engagement that they give is, is in my opinion, valuable. Hmm. I don't agree with them, Yeah. I, but the fact that they're going to actually argue with you is good as opposed to just shit post and just waste time. Right, right. You know, I mean, I shit post and waste time, but if I address someone, I'll, like, make a point. Right. So I, 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 I you know. They're allowed to disagree, but uh, this is, I don't know if you can pull this up, Colin. Yeah. This, is, this is what I pulled up when I saw this wild stuff happening in here. It's um, leftist activists, Alejandra Caraballo, for instance, someone who advocated for violence on Twitter and then cried when called out for it. I'm, cry, I'm saying cried figuratively. And uh, a bunch of these other, you know, like Ben Smith. Oh, come on. Oh, the best. The, the best. There, there was a verb, Ben Smithing. Ben, oh, you know yeah. Ben Smithing, which is when you try to appear reasonable enough to give you credibility before just behaving like an absolute leftist journo hack. And Ben Smith perfected the art. You know, the last time I saw him was boarding the same flight to Davos for the World Economic Forum. As you? <laughs> As me. So uh, I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah. You know, I'm I was going there because I had friends who were doing a crypto village thing. Hmm. The World Economic Forum, they, the, the global elites love crypto. It was a, it's a yeah. big I think they want a global currency. I think they see crypto as a path. They want to do FedCoin. Hmm. But I had I had friends who are wealthy, politically connected people who wanted to do a crypto village thing. And they invited me to come hang out. I went for about a day before I just describe I describe it as like an unsettling feeling and decided to leave. Do you really? And then my videos that I recorded there, which were not about Davos, got deleted. Weirdest mm. fucking shit. Off YouTube? Yeah. What? And someone pointed it out to me and I was like, huh? And I looked and I saw that there's a gap of three days on my channel from the time that I got on a plane and flew there. And I did like two or three videos when I was in Davos. I was at a ski resort. I wasn't actually able to go in anywhere near the, the forum. I was yeah. just in the city. It was a blizzard. But uh, I saw Ben Smith at the airport and I was like, Ben Smith. And I sat down and we talked for a little bit. And he said something to me about being on like the other side or something like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I went to Sweden and I covered what was going on. All of a sudden he was like, you know, but I think I, I don't know what he was doing there, but I'm not surprised to see that in this Twitter space right now, the speakers are left wing activists, yeah, overt left wing activists, like not commentators, like actual nonprofit advocacy people who make up bullshit. Uh, you know, I was thinking about going to Davos this year. I still haven't totally made up my mind, but I, I, I don't know that I could get in. I really want to, but I, I, I want to see it. When is it? It's coming up. It's in uh, mid-January, I think. Would you just go cold and stand outside and try and get in? Or do you I, know people I would, that would? I don't know. I would try to get in. I mean, I don't know how many libs would take my phone call anymore. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know people who go to it, but I don't know that they would... I'll Help be, me out. I don't think he was conservative, really. I mean, you're pretty lip. You're like kind of middle, like normal. Like. I find myself to be very reasonable and moderate. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. And very modest. Very well. mo and very modest. Uh -huh. And very handsome. But you too. don't strike me. You're working with a very conservative. Mean, Daily Wire's got a, a reputation for being a conservative organization. But yeah. you strike me as like, I mean, you were like a liberal guy for your until you were like 28 or something. Or I was not quite that late. I, I went through a little bit of a lib phase. And I went through a big libertarian phase, which I, I now consider to be a lib phase. But I was an atheist for 10 years. So, yeah, I, you know, I've seen it all, man. I've seen 
seen it all. I've thought about a lot, but I appreciate that you think I'm very moderate. How long did you stare into the demon? I, you know, the the demon abyss of atheism. Yeah, it, like like a decade almost. I mean, it kind of came out of it a little slowly, but it, yeah, it's it's it, when when you come out of it, you get the zeal of a convert. You know, that's kind of why I'm so. That's where uh, I'm at right now. Against these, I feel like, like the Davos people I'm, and all that. I'm so on board that we need God, but I'm not down with the religions that we have. The Abrahamic stuff. I like the stories they have because it's their key to understanding, like channeling God information. And I know I feel God is real. It, it, hmm. it seems like the ma microwave background radiation is like the, the sentient part but, of God. But you, you hmm. say that, and uh, I have a certain degree of respect for that uh, attempt to understand, but microwave background radiation is confined within the universe, and God is beyond. Well, it's, all we see of it is what right. we see in the universe. It may be beyond as well. I think, uh, you know, we, 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 for the longest time, humans thought that what they could touch, smell, see, and hear was reality. You know, to quote the Incubus song where they put that line in. But then after the initial publication of the charged electromagnetic spectrum, we learned that what we can touch, smell, see, and hear was less than one millionth of reality. Mm. Right. So we, right. can, we can see now using tools to interpret energy and then convert it into something visible to us. So our tools, for instance, can detect um, ultraviolet, x-ray, gamma, and then put it on a screen that is translatable into the visible spectrum for us. We are peeking through a tiny little hole and, and furthermore, it's, it's even teenier than it would seem because you're still only talking about the physical universe. Exactly. For, and so, but there's obviously a metaphysical universe like um, mathematics and hopes and dreams and loves. Right? Abs exactly. And so I talk about this, um, the, way, uh, the, the way I convert atheists into agnostics yeah. is, uh, but I'm, I'm not, I'm neither. I, I, I believe in God. And, this, and, and the simplified version is you can actually see the, the, the code and, and system of the universe and how it functions and the purpose of life. It is, whether you want to call it intelligent or not, it, it is, is a machine functioning and it, is, it has been functioning rather perfectly without error as far as we know. That is, there is entropy and then there is entropy. There's negative entropy and there's entropy, but negative entropy only exists so long as there is greater, greater entropy. So it looks like a golden ratio. Simple version. Free energy organizes itself into complex systems over time, so long as entropy is greater than the negative entropy produced by that system. You get single, you get self-replicating, self you get particles that collide, become denser materials, become atoms, becomes compounds, become molecules, become self-replicating proteins, organic matter, which becomes single cellular life, which becomes multicellular life, which becomes an organism in an ecosystem, symbiotic. Now you've elevated from energy connecting. That ecosystem is an abstract system. It exists only in the metaphysical, hmm. I think, as you were saying. So hmm. a squirrel planting a nut. So that, you know, a tree drops a nut, the squirrel plants it because it wants food for the winter, the squirrel forgets where it is, a tree grows next year. That is a system. There is a system there that we can clearly see, but only in our minds, because it doesn't physically exist. Mm. Hmm. You can't grab a box of squirrel tree ecosystem, hmm. but we know the system is there. Math, for instance, we know it's there. We, we, can, we can actually chart these things, but you can't physically grab it. That is the next degree of complex dynamic systems. We have taken free energy, and now we are, in our minds, seeing things that don't actually exist in the world, but we know well, they, are yeah. real. They, yeah, they exist, they don't physically but they're not exist. physical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like, now, you know, th this is a glass, but the matter, it's just the same old, you know, electrons and protons and stuff. But, so the thing that gives the glass its glassness is, is the form of the glass. But is it a cup? Or is it a glass? Well, it's both a cup and a glass. Is it a receptacle? 
Yeah, so, was exactly. Yeah. These words represent a complex system that we can decipher that don't exist in physical space. And without the human mind, those systems are lost to the visibility of the universe. Right. Meaning, if every single human was gone right now, the cup concept exists somewhere in the, in the metaphysical yeah. reality, but there's no human to translate that to you. So my point is this. If we can see the physical coalescing of free energy into complex systems, we as humans are the highest level of organization that we know of. I do not believe humans are the last. That would be really stupid to think. Yeah. Well, and, all of reality comes to humans and then stops. Yeah. And, and we can't be the highest. We can't be the highest created being uh, in as much as we, uh, these things would not be intelligible. Right. If if uh, there were not. A, a higher intelligence and, a, and ultimately a highest intelligence, right? So yes. th that's the only reason that we can even discuss these things. So right. like um, I watched this great documentary and they, uh, it was, I was watching a presentation by a Christian scientist guy and he was talking about how perfect the solar system is, that Jupiter is a filter. Jupiter and Saturn filter out larger objects to protect the inner planets. And he was talking about how an ant can build a colony next to a superhighway and they will never comprehend what a superhighway is. In fact, they don't even know it's there. Yeah, of course. A dog may know it's there, but will never comprehend. That means to a human, we don't even know what's there. To think that we are the end all be all and there's nothing greater than us is so with, with this argument, I usually get atheists to become agnostic yeah. because they're like, you know, that that's a good point. Humans, because we are wet robots, it would be arrogant to think we're the end all be all, right? Certainly, that would be too faith-based to think it's humans are paramount. Yep. So there's something beyond us, right? Now they can start entertaining the possibility that there's no. And this is this is so know, important. A, a but then there power. is there is the next question, which Ian you bring up, and you say, well, I, I believe in God basically, but I have all these questions. But I'm I'm skeptical of religion. But religion, because this would be the next point after after Tim converts everybody to stop being atheists. Then <laughs> then the next point is okay. Well, then if God exists, or at least I'm open to the possibility that God exists, I guess I should probably try to figure something out about him, shouldn't I? You know, that, that seems like an import, more important than me just rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. I should probably figure something out about this. And so religion, though it gets a bad rap, r religion is the virtue by which uh, human beings are disposed to render to God the, the service and worship that he deserves. That's, that's the definition of religion. And so, it, you know, theology is faith-seeking understanding. So we, it, it's not some fantastical thing and just wish-casting, but it's actually applying the rigors of logic and intelligence to making some sense of this guy, this sort of higher being that we all are acknowledging may or very likely does exist. Yeah, I think religions are massively important. And I don't, I was, I've been degrading, I think, with say, things I've saying about Catholicism and things like this. I don't intend to degrade, but... You're going I, to be a Catholic someday. So I, it's well, I'm concerned about monopolies and that, and religious institutions are not, you know, void of monopoly power. Like No, for, they, they, religion, I mean, even you say religions, but if, by, by the definition of religion and by who God is, there can really only be one religion, right? One God, me, many ways to describe it. Let me, let me, let me tell but you. one way to serve him. The I greatest, think so. I think it, that might be. Well, they seem to have pieced <clears throat> together some basics in the Old Testament, in the Quran, and in the New Testament. They're like, yo, you two should be fasting. Of, two thirds of that is true. Like, they should be fasting. Fasting in the Quran is key. You get right. in touch with God Ooh. when your gut is clear. Michael, the greatest thing ever gifted to Catholics, video games. You know why? 
tell me. When I was growing up, I went to Catholic school briefly, uh, and we were told that, the you know, uh, we, we had some of the arguments from religious folks that the earth is 5,000 to 7,000 years old, varying dates or whatever, that uh, days meant eons, not literal days. Yeah. So the earth is 7,000 years old. Dinosaurs were put there by God to test our faith, things like that. And you heard I, this from the Catholics, or are you saying you heard this from? Religious folk in the community yeah, yeah. who would justify things. And then I'd hear from secular science-based individuals saying, like, well, that's patently absurd, right? I mean, the bones are there. You don't think God just did that to trick you, did you? Then you get to the, the advent of, of advanced video games. I can mm. tell you definitively mm. <clears throat> that the world of Skyrim did not exist 5,000 years ago. I can tell you definitively that the creator of that universe did put the bones in the ground specifically yeah. for your experience. That's great. So when you hear arguments from people like Elon Musk about how in 30 years we will be able to create virtual simulations that are indistinguishable for real, from real life, therefore there's a great potential. We are in one now. I simply say, as you know, Seamus and I would often discuss, the, the, the root, the basics of simulism are things that Catholic, uh, Christian and Catholic uh, theologians and philosophers talked about thousands of years ago. You know, and the, the point of view you're describing right now is so sophisticated because there, there is a, a 20th century writer and philosopher who's, who was really not appreciated, but he's kind of coming back. His name's Owen Barfield. He was an inkling. He helped convert C.S. Lewis. Uh, and, and Owen Barfield ha has this idea of representations that we just, you know, we have different ways of representing things and understanding the world. And one of the problems with science, the scientific revolution, is science forces us to focus only on phenomena, only on matter, and not on the meaning of matter, you know, what the symbols symbolize. And, and that's just so we can operate on the people and measure the, where the stars are going or whatever. But the problem is we make idols out of that then, and we pretend that those are the only things that exist. And, and so it, it brought to mind this idea that now we say, what is man's place in the universe? The old view is man is at the center of the universe, right? That was the, the pre, that was the geocentric view. The new view is, no, 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 the earth revolves around the sun, and the sun is in the Milky Way, and the Milky Way is in the, the, the galaxy supercluster, and right, in the middle of nowhere. Which is the more accurate description of reality? Man is at the center of the universe in the sense that man is the meeting of the physical and the metaphysical world through our rational soul. In a Yes, we're floating on some rock or whatever, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But in a much deeper sense, man is at the center of the universe. Women are either 2X chromosomes, like the scientists tell us, or women are sugar and spice and everything nice, like I was told as a kid. It is a more accurate description of reality to say women are sugar and spice and everything nice. That's closer to what woman really means. If simula simulism is true, that, that Abbey woman made that pyramid, the, the, the conspiracy pyramid, you saw that one? <laughs> Yeah. We live in a simulation was we have questions. Yeah. This is secular atheists entertaining the possibility that the dinosaur bones were placed there by a higher That's power for, for their experience or, you know, for some un unknown reason. Yeah. But if we're in a simulation, we could be 5,000 years old. Yeah. The bones could be fake. And if you, if it's like they're, what they're doing is I feel like simulism, which is becoming popular among a lot of these people is like the the fish coming out of the ocean for the first time. And it's like, I want you to imagine this scenario. The fish crawls out of the water and goes, <gasps> and, and, then, and you're watching this going, wow, it's finally emerging. 
And then the camera pans and there's humans walking around looking at it going like, we've been here for thousands of years. What are they doing? <laughs> but sim simulism really is like religion 101. It's like yeah. the introductory concept to, uh, you know, a creator, intelligent design. It's and all the that atheism stuff. of the gaps. They used to call it God of the gaps. But it's really atheism of the gaps. We can't explain these things. So we'll just kind of make but something up. It's like the first time an, an atheist, you know, I, I really do think a lot of these people just they, they do this thing where they're like, I became an atheist because I read the Bible. It's like, you yeah. can read the Bible and not understand philosophy and have no wisdom. <laughs> it's like simulation theory is the first step of a person who doesn't understand the philosophical getting the first grain of sand to make the heap to, to go, hey, wait a minute. Dude, when you see sent, what looks like sentient movement from like plasmoids, these plasma fields, or when you start to study quantum physics and these physical effects where you're like, I can't replicate that. What is that? I think that that's evidence. And dude, I was just looking at an embryo, a human embryo dividing from the beginning from single cell. And it like, it vibrates and then it splits and it's like vibrating and then it splits again. Yeah. It looks like one of those chymatic things. Have you ever watched chymatics where they, they vibrate a membrane with sand on it? And depending oh, right, on the right, frequency, right. it changes. That's what the embryo looks like it's doing. So there's like this vibrate, if it's like a resonating frequency. Vibrations, man. Vibrations, We, we, we got to wrap it up, but this was absolutely great. You we know, didn't even I'll, yell about individualism. Not Tell enough. me about it. Well, you, you know. You damn commies. Yeah. No government. <laughs> Michael, thanks for hanging out. Pleasure it's as been a always. Blast. Thank you, gentlemen, Absolutely. for having me. And for everybody who is a member, I just want you to know that I really do mean it when I say thank you so much. You do make it possible. And we'll see you all next time.